0: Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, seabrook new hampshire and their new location in tax-free nashua new hampshire it is worth the ride you can call 888-2-cigar-2 that's 888-2-cigar-2 or on the web at two 2GuysSmokeshop.com. the best place to buy cigars anywhere is two guys smoke shop it's stogie heaven
1: this is Armand Asante.
2: Eric
3: Newman.
1: Eric Hanson. This
2: is Ernesto uh, Perez-Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from
0: Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva.
4: This is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. <laughs> you're, you're, you're funny. David Garoppolo.
1: I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f***? So funny
4: about me, Mr. Jonathan.
1: Damn it! Who
0: typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read.
4: Very stunned. Sportos and motorheads, geeks, bloods, wasteoids—they all adore it. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I
3: am thirty-five years old, and I live in a van down by the river.
4: It's time to
5: light him up.
3: <laughs>
5: it's time.
3: You really are a funny guy.
5: For the cigar, Thor. Light him up! Light him up! Light him up, everybody! January seventeenth, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah! It's January thirteenth. We're taping. We're taping, we're broadcasting from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire today, and we're going through what it takes to be a Cigar Journal tasting panel person. Can you say that? Panelist. Panelist. A tasting panelist. There we go. Uh, It's not easy as it looks, let me tell you. We'll get through that. We'll talk about it. Uh, Also, uh, we're getting questions from our retailers, from our listeners, who, and we've decided to start a new segment where... We ask you questions instead of you asking us. Has a cleanup in the cigar industry began? In the rumor mill, we hear cigar brands with big social media followings getting lots of likes but not getting much in sales. And already, they're ready to go on the auction block to the highest bidder. We'll discuss that and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You know what? You're listening to The
6: Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, high atop the worldwide headquarters here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire, we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You simply tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch this mess live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube, where you can set it and forget it on both. The panel recognizes one Chuck Morrison, who's raised his hand. He has a
1: question. You know, I I wasn't here last week, but I was listening. I listened to the show. Nice. And you always start with, that's right. And Dave kind of called you out on it. Dave, I think you're in his head.
6: Yes. He called me out on it weeks ago, and I've been doing my best to change how I start, because what he did was he wrote down, that's right, on a piece (laughs) of paper. So just as I was about to say it, he held it up and like oh i called that so, so now you're
5: just scrambling yeah he's in my head he's in my in head. The head did you hear uh that we had a little problem at the beginning with the sound <laughs> you once again hold your position <laughs> strong it doesn't matter to go off with the patriots you ain't going nowhere uh, because we just can't Man, cuz
6: we're ready to fire you every time you're not here chuck and uh, then, luckily d- you've got Barry as your replacement i'm doing my best to screw
2: things up just <laughs> yeah. enough
5: that's why. That's why. Well, I've been waiting to try this cigar. I'm so happy to finally get it. Um, maybe you'll tell us a little about it, Barry Stein.
2: Yeah, today's cigar is officially called the HR Habano 2000. It's available in four sizes, and the cigar retails between $19 and $22. Wow. Today we're smoking the Sublime, which measures six and a half by 54, which is the most expensive of the four sizes. The cigar was co-blended by Omar Gonzalez Aleman of Cubigan, Cubanican Cigars and Hirochi Rabana, the grandson of legendary Cuban farmer Alejandro Rabana, and is meant to be a tribute to his legacy. Aside from having his own brand, Rabana, Alejandro is best known for his work with tobacco and was recognized by Fidel Castro as the best farmer on the island. Wow. His notoriety is so renowned that the New York Times penned an obituary when he died at the age of 91 in 2010. He started growing tobacco at the age of 10, and he had his first cigar at the age of 9.
5: This is the grandfather.
2: And this is the grandfather. Yeah. The cigar features an Ecuadorian Maduro from Habano 2000 seed. Nicaraguan binder is from the Jalapa Valley, while the filler is... Is from Esteli and Jalapa. Uh, Alejandro Rabana had four children, nine grandchildren, 12 great grandchildren, and he was one of the independent tobacco growers after Fidel came to power. Fidel let him keep his farms and continue to grow tobacco.
5: As long as he gave it to him for free, basically. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and before he what di- a guy! And before he guy. died, before he died, he stated, I have made sure that I have passed on my experience to my family. Everything will remain the
5: same, so I can leave at any minute. I am happy. So the grandson, I guess the the um, the siblings, for some reason, could not be in, in uh, some allergic thing or something they had. Do you, do you hear anything about no, this? No, I
2: haven't heard anything about that.
5: I guess, I don't know if it was uh, allergic to either the insects or something that are in the tobacco fields or the tobacco itself or something where the children couldn't take over, and it became the grandchild. Am I making the story up? Or nothing. Uh, if you are, it's awesome. There's some reason, it really is good. There's some reason why the, the sibling did not go forward, and it became the grandson,
3: mm-hmm.
5: uh, Hirochi. Did and uh, maybe I heard the story from Nelson, who's friend. Oh, yeah. I, I met Hiroshi. At, uh, he was across from us uh, in the Great yep. Showbuto. We were together an awful lot. The problem was he didn't speak English, or he certainly didn't speak English to me. Uh, but Nelson Alfonso was there, and they are good friends. And he came over every morning and had coffee. Did and- uh, Did Nelson speak English with you? He did, but it was—it was—it's uh, <laughs> that Spanglish thing that, that happens. Uh, I every, love
6: Nelson, but sometimes he is tough to understand. Every uh,
1: fourth word, you kind of get.
6: Yeah,
2: if that.
1: And I think when that. you the were, emails are
2: crazy. You were at the CubanaCon <laughs> booth, and you, you met Hirochi. You said something about them making the best Cuban coffee. Oh, at the they, show. it
6: really was unbelievable, and that's the booth that Nelson brought me into. And they came up and gave me samples and coffee and smoked light lit and cut my cigar for me. It was, it was bordering on awkward because Nelson is such a superstar that they felt anyone that was with him deserved superstar status, and I've done nothing to deserve that, as you both well know. Yes, <laughs> obviously.
5: Uh, look at the
6: cap
2: on this.
5: It's beautiful. Quadruple So this scene. is $22, this exact cigar this we is, have here. Yep, and
2: if you look at the band, it's the same colors of like a, a – Dark walnut brown, chestnut
5: brown. Almost the color of the r- cigar itself.
2: Yep, with gold lettering, which was the same color combination of the Rabanya cigar from Cuba. Um, but instead of having the R, it says HR, which is Hiroshi yeah. Uh Beautiful. Beautifully is,
5: um, rolled. The tobacco looks beautiful. Unfinished foot. Yep. Closed foot. Closed yep. foot. And... Um, Let's do it. I'm dying to try this cigar. Uh, It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And this is an excellent-looking cigar. I hope it tastes half as good as it looks because it's beautiful and it's expensive. The smell off the wrapper, oh, is yeah. unbelievable. It's like a sweet cocoa. That's what I like the the, the best. You know, usually the aroma inside is a sweeter, but the outside, in other words, running the cigar under your nose, cross. What a aroma mm-hmm. to this! Are they saying the the blend of this of the outside wrapper?
2: Yeah, it's a Habano uh, 2000 seed um, grown in Ecuador, and it's an Ecuadorian Maduro Habano 2000.
5: Jeez, I've had this wrapper many times. It never looked this beautiful. Mm. Uh, they're picking the, the best of the best here. This is beautiful. Little bit of glue on the outside of mine. Really? A little bit. Okay. So I'm I'm smoking it. I'm dr- tasting the cigar, drawing through the cigar with an unfinished foot. No problem. Usually that would block mm. it. it. Just wouldn't be the cigar. Yeah, draws the, good. To, to uh, try to try to draw. Early, before a little tight, the but, cigar but
6: it'll open up as soon as that.
5: Uh, All right. So, uh, what do we got here? We're
6: rocking out with the Churchill. This is this is the Vertigo Churchill, uh, quad flame lighter, where the flame changes color once the lighter's been lit for a few seconds, so you can see the flame on a uh, bright background, like let's say a green field or a blue sky or white snow. And
5: you're not gonna burn yourself because you can see
6: the bright. Red see it. That ends it, and you will not set yourself on fire. No, nope. nice. Uh, you got a flip out bullet punch on the bottom, and this tank, uh, along with a lot of Vertigo tanks,
5: big ass. Yeah, it has the uh, patented big ass tank. It is. Uh, it has the windows on three sides, so you can see all sides of that. It's go time on that one.
6: little sweetness right off the bat. A little booster wrapper flavor. What I enjoy about a cigar that has an unfinished foot like that is you get a booster wrapper flavor. What I don't enjoy is if I don't care so much for the wrapper, it's not that good when you get the booster wrapper flavor. But in this case, I didn't know if I was going to like this or not, but I like it, and I like the boost.
5: I smoked four of my nine cigars, just finished one of them for Cigar Journal Tasting Panel. None of them. With, was this cigar? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this La- is very good right off the bat. So, Lawrence
2: from uh, Kubanakan Cigars sent me a text message just now, and he said Hirochi's dad has a skin condition and he can't take the intensity of working in the tobacco fields.
5: Ah, ah I anyway. knew there was something Ooh. that happened. So, okay. Thank you, Lawrence. Skin condition. Barry on the beat. There we go. <clears throat> Our uh, listeners on the beat. So, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's Cuban esque. Cuban I haven't smoked that many Cubans. I wouldn't be able to tell you. It reminds me a little bit, if I dare say, of the Bandolero. Hmm. Interesting. I could see that similarity. Pack three, though. Pack three. Pack three the fuller bodied yeah yeah,
2: yeah there's almost like a dark chocolate with a little bit of a wisp of coffee that might be your coffee could be my coffee could be your coffee be talking to
6: you story. tell us about the coffee we are drinking well this is a high altitude reserve coffee
5: high altitude it is made feel from like i'm <laughs> getting stoned 100%
6: <laughs> maragogype which is an elephant bean elephant from nicaragua bean. It's prized for its
5: creaminess,
6: its chocolatey flavor, and its balance.
5: It is chocolatey. Enjoy. So there's no chocolate added to this. The Correct. bean itself is creating that chocolatey. It's almost like you put a dusting of chocolate in my coffee. Well, I didn't. <laughs> nice. I don't like you that much. So what 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 is the exact blend of, name of this? This is Maragogype. No, no, of the of the Elephant Elephant.
6: Twin Engine Elefante. Elefante. Our boy Colin was nice enough. Colin Ganley was nice enough to send us some coffee. From Twin Engine's Coffee. We're returning the favor.
5: Yes. It's very good. A lot of people coming out with coffee in the cigar industry. A lot of people coming out. Been hearing more this week than ever. Hmm. Boy, I'm digging it. I'm digging the cigar. What's the availability like on these?
2: Right now, it's limited for the first quarter of 2015. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming based upon what I was reading that due to production, uh, but as more cigars are produced, um, more cigars will become available. And more <laughs> and more stores will be opened up. Tell there us we go. tell us how this works, Barry. That's <laughs> I'm trying
5: good. to get words because I know
2: today's show's
6: a little light.
5: <laughs> yeah. It's wow. a mathematical equation how that works. See <laughs> what happens,
6: folks, in the cigar industry is when you make more cigars, you then can sell more cigars. Wow.
5: There we go.
6: Never knew that. Some people, and we'll get into that.
5: Not <laughs> some, <necessarily>. Well, now, <laughs> some some
6: people think that it's all about the likes that you get. Yes. You get a lot of likes. Now, yeah, today I got 84 likes on something that I put
2: on Facebook. Yeah, made but no it made no money. It didn't, it didn't make anything. me a
5: single cent. Didn't sell an extra cigar. Nope, Not nothing, nothing. Was it the thing you posted this morning? Yes. Bathroom okay. thing? What? Not a bathroom thing. No? No, no, no. Right. No, no, no. I was so busy today because I had a United Cigar meeting earlier, and then a meeting with a cigar rep earlier than that. That I didn't get into. I didn't hear any of your frolics of what you do, which was nice. It was. I know you're missing. (laughs) I know you're missing. I'm not
1: missing it at all. It was like a vacation. He seems a little more relaxed today.
5: Yes, (laughs) the the, the plumbing must be going good. I'm a little tired today. My wife isn't feeling well,
6: and I was up. I usually wake up at three thirty every single morning. I go downstairs. I drink water. I check the fire. I go back to bed. I go to sleep, and then I wake up at quarter of seven every morning. Really? 7.21? That's how many times I hit the snooze button. But I get up at 7.21, roll out of bed every single day. This morning, I overslept. Made it to 4.30. At that point, it's over. I may as well just stay up for the rest of the day. Yeah. So, so crashing, I made her soup. We're doing a late night.
5: Nah, I'm fine.
2: Come yeah. on. I got my coffee. Rocking up. and rolling. Twin yeah. engines, baby. I'll tell you something. There's something to be said about getting up early. I've recently changed the locations that I've been staying at. He has a girlfriend. so She gets up <laughs> for work at 5.30, so I've been getting up at 5.30 instead of 7 yeah. o'clock. By the time 9 o'clock rolls around, You're I'm wide awake and, wide ready, awake to and nice. ready to go. It
1: feels like noon.
5: Here
2: we
1: go. Yeah. Ready to go to work? Yeah,
2: right now, it feels like 9 <laughs> p.m., but that's beside the point.
5: <laughs> and at 10 o'clock you go to sleep. Yes. So we are taping this show. Usually we do it at 12 noon. This is different for us. 4 in the afternoon uh, in basically the middle of the week for us, Tuesday. Um, but a better time to actually smoke a cigar. Yes. Yeah. I'm know? finding that
6: part to be yeah. much more enjoyable. And,
5: and I don't know if it's partly that or whatever, but usually i got to get into a cigar for a while before I'm going to tell you I love it. Mm-hmm. I love this cigar. I've only smoked a half an inch of it yeah and I don't like this cigar. I love this cigar. We have to have this cigar. We don't we didn't order the cigar. We don't have it coming. We know nothing about it. Um, we can change that. yeah. Barts, we must change pay us this. a visit. <laughs> we must change this. This is exceptional. I don't love the price, but I can see why it's this price. yeah look at the burn. Oh,
6: my God. That is a mascara line if I've ever seen it. Few you folks listening to the podcast, if you've never been live with us to, to first to point this out, if you look at where the wrapper meets the ash. So in this case, we, we're dealing with a very dark wrapper to begin with. It's a Maduro. Natural Maduro, by the way, and we'll talk about that after. So you've got where the Maduro wrapper ends and the ash begins. Right in between there, there is a dark line. that We'll call that the soot line. If that is thin, real, real thin, you're dealing with very aged tobacco. If it's thick, which uh, several weeks ago, someone handed me a cigar as a sample and said, Oh, this is five year old wrapper. And we were looking at a quarter of an inch thick burn line. Chuck just furrowed his eyebrows. He knows, and he's a rookie. At that point, <laughs> he's you been know, a rookie for five well, yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point, you know, this is no five year old wrapper. Right, it would be right. impossible. Maybe three years, but this is old. Old wrapper right here. Oh, Very well aged. And the other thing is, there's no bubble line. So a lot of times people say something is Maduro, but they've done something to the wrapper. Yeah. They've dyed it. They've dipped it in juice. They've oiled it. Something. And there'll be a little bubble where that mascara line is. There's no bubble here. It's razor sharp. Goes right to the ash. Boom.
2: What I like about the wrapper, if you, if you look closely, there's like these little tiny raised bumps, almost like Braille. Yeah, it's toothy. Yep, and, mm. yeah, and that, those raised bumps are, are caused by a high magnesium content in the soil. And you know the other way you can
6: tell? How so? High magnesium will produce a white ash. That is true. Bam!
5: That is true. All this information right at where... With you giving everything all at once, we we've, we've gotta back off. Hey, We're you stop hey. talking. I got nervous. No, no, <laughs> I, I like it. I, I stopped talking because I gotta tell you, I'm enjoying it unbelievably. How much I'm enjoying this, and maybe it has to do with the pair that I have here. This coffee and this cigar, with the coffee with the coffee and cocoa notes in both. Mm-hmm. There is something to be said for that. It's almost like a perfect pair. I don't know if you were trying to do this mm-hmm. or what. You never smoked a cigar before. Did never. you smoke it? You never had the sample? Nothing. They I did. never did.
6: I didn't have samples of this. I believe I believe that Hiroshi signed a box, a little sampler box of his cigars. It's still sealed with his signature on it, and I just kept it. Really? But Yeah, I remember I, never I gave
2: s- you a hard time that you, you wouldn't share one of those I, cigars. I, I didn't yeah. open it. I
6: just left it. And, I figured... Dave has done this a couple of times where somebody will come in. Uh, recently, you did it with Lito. Yeah. Where Lito Gomez comes in, and you've got some old, old Lito the, Gomez cigars. The cigar. fresh
5: Lito Gomez box of cigars. Yeah. LG. And, Here they are.
6: And you want to smoke one, and he's blown away by the yeah. fact that it still exists. Right. So I thought maybe someday, Hiroshi and I would sit down. He won't remember who I am, but I'll show him the box that he
2: signed to me. You know what this cigar is reminding me of? A Doro Swiss fudge cookie. Mm. but it could be the diet speaking. Yeah, yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say, you know what the cigar reminds me of? That you're on B-Pulse. a diet.
5: <laughs> yeah. It's exceptional. I got to tell you, it's exceptional. And these are these have hit the cigar stores already.
2: Yep. They've begun doing uh, some release parties. I think the first release <coughs> party was in Las Vegas, um, either at, at a hotel or a cigar shop. Um, don't remember exactly, but they've begun doing a series of about 30 events. Um, with the initial retailer that took it on. As I understand it, Hiroshi is a
6: Cuban resident. Yes. Yes. All right. So how did how do you get somebody? Can he travel back and forth from to Nicaragua? That I'm
2: not sure. I don't know the details of his travel. He insurance. was he was
5: at he was in Las Vegas. We know that. Well, I'm and not he sure was in he Las was Vegas. Was supposed to be there across the aisle from Nelson Alfonso, who is. Also, the same thing. So whatever's going on there, hopefully it's not even going to be an issue, and we can freely uh, do that
2: soon. And uh, Lawrence, once again, uh, sent me a message that the cigars are now in full production, so they're readily available. Ah, It's exceptional.
5: Exceptional cigar. It is exceptional. Uh, Don't let the price fool you on this one, folks. you you got to try it. I don't know what to say. I'm blown well, away. I'm early on, blown away. This doesn't happen very often. You're mm. at, uh, you're at a six and a half
6: inch smoke here. So you, it's almost a Churchill, man. And
5: it's, it's, it's a thick a, ring gauge. What was a, the ring gauge on 54. this? Again?
6: 54. 54. It's like you're a, almost, I mean, that's really that's not unreasonable
2: for twenty-two dollars. It's like a Toro Grande. I mean, they have a specific name for it, but yeah, I believe the name for the size is called Sublime. Yes.
5: I want to take a picture of this. It's so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know how a, to. It's do an, an oversized Toro. I don't know how to do it on this phone, so I won't. You just flip up from the bottom. It's All right, just whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, so new question segment for the show. Uh, instead of not instead, I want you to keep sending us emails and questions and things like that. It's it's helps us to uh, add content to the show. You want to know we might never get. To your question, unless you ask us. So it's good to do that. If you you decide where you want the show to go by asking us questions, we like it, we appreciate it. You go to the contact us page of the Cigar Authority. But now we want to ask you questions. Barry, what do we do? Okay, first, uh, answer your question he has an unlimited travel visa for the next five years. So that's how he's able to come into the country. When does he want to come to New Hampshire? Is mm-hmm. it? Is it? It's too cold right now. I recommend maybe sometime in May. But just- so you hear that, Lawrence? We want <laughs> we want him. We want him
2: a two guys <laughs> smoke shop so and the cigar. Authority. Make that happen, and we want him on the cigar authority. Hopefully, with a translator, he'll have a translator with him. Um, so the question of the week this week is: I wrote a review um, about ten days ago where I noted that a cigar had a long finish and I didn't particularly care for the long finish And Charlie 86, who reads our site on a regular basis and by far the number one commenter on the site said that he prefers a cigar with a long finish and he believes that most
5: cigar smokers like, a long finish. So the question would be, what the hell is a long finish? Thank you. You took the words right out of my uh, mouth. A milk.
2: long finish is when you smoke a cigar, and a half hour later, you're still tasting the cigar.
5: And he that, think and he thinks that's what most cigar smokers would like. Right now, me personally, I want a
2: short finish. A long finish, I will equate to dinner repeating on yourself. Here
5: we go. You get to eat it twice. You Get to eat it twice,
2: which what, to me is a negative. What you've been waiting for is a, is a is a hot meal. Here it mm-hmm. is.
5: But uh, I want to move on to dessert. I want to move on to my second cigar today. I don't want to. Re- I don't want the meal repeating me, and I don't want a long finish either. I I like clean, which you know. So it would be a short finish. But I would say the cigar, uh, and this is good for me right now because I'm writing for the c- uh, cigar journal in um, tasting notes. You're the guy with the to- tasting notes, but um, I would wanted. I would normally say. It's clean. Like after I've done smoking, my mouth is clean as opposed to, you know, uh, say uh, something with a lot of um, Mexican tobacco. My mouth has a dirty taste to it. It's still there. Mm. I can still taste it hours and hours later. That would be a short finish.
2: No, if you taste it hours and hours later, that's a it's long, a long finish. finish. Okay,
5: that's a long finish, and the short finishes, it's clean. Right. right. My palate's clean after. Right. Well, what if it's a great meal or a great cigar?
1: Like a Padron, for example, or something. All right. Well, it, I don't a think
5: a lot it, of garlic in your… In your yeah, in it's
1: your more food. like
6: garlic is what a long finish would be. So you end up with okay. garlic breath for the next forty-five days. You know, <laughs> that's that's a long finish. I don't, I don't, I don't just necessarily agree with the meal repeating itself. I mean, that's bordering on disgusting. It's not mm. that it's disgusting. It's just right. now you've got garlic or onion breath, and you know what? A little bit of garlic is a good thing, but a lot of garlic, not so much.
5: Uh, hot wings that we had when we went down in uh, Holy where were we? Hotness so so we did another 200 miles after that and wow no, <laughs> no one
6: could taste anything I blinded you guys on
2: something and it was nobody could taste it so what we want to know from our listeners is, is do you prefer a short finish or do you prefer a long finish and what you can do is you can go to the cigarauthority.com on the right hand side of the page right under the advertisement for two guys smoke shop there's a poll. You can vote long finish or short finish. And on the next show, we will share the results of that poll.
6: And we'll also ask a new question. And we will ask a new question. we we'll already keep that have 52 going. of these questions
5: lined up. I got nine of them written. So. All right. And if you have a question you would like on the poll, you can go on to the contact us section of the Cigar Authority. And say, you know what, I would like to know what people think about blah, 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 yep. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, this is a little give and take, and uh, you're helping us out here. And in the meantime, we'll get some uh, important questions answered and maybe some uh, ridiculous questions answered.
7: Boxers and or
5: briefs.
2: Maybe we can get a, a cigar company to sponsor the segment, much like Jonathan has uh,
5: Inside the Asylum. There we go. There we go. We could come up with something uh, clever. We could do that. We're clever.
6: So, the following message was submitted through the contact us page, speaking of which, right on the cigarauthority.com. Barry, I noticed at the beginning of the show, Mr. Jonathan flipped you off. Oh, you did? I really hope.
5: I think that was flipping his me
6: off. Arrogance is just an act for the show. <coughs> Your friend, Johnny
2: Tattoo. Now, Barry, <laughs> you know I know John- Johnny Tattoo from the Bronx. You do know him? I know him very well from the yeah, Bronx. Right.
5: Did he flip Barry off or did he flip me off?
2: Neither.
6: No, you one, did. I saw you do it. One of our employees was making goofy faces down <laughs> there as the show started. You made a goofy face down to her. You you had your back to her, and I gave her the finger. It was somebody else. Barry sits or Chuck oh.
5: sits
2: over there. So it wasn't. It wasn't was ungentlemanlike.
5: He did it to a girl. It right. wasn't ungentlemanlike. No, was, like. no
2: <laughs> completely acceptable. Oh yeah. And sure. as far as your arrogance, yeah, you' you
6: cannot talk about my arrogance. I
2: wouldn't call you totally arrogant. There's No arrogance. I would say that you are overconfident at times, but Just I wouldn't call you regular arrogant. confident.
6: Yeah, <laughs> this is a normal oh, yeah. amount of confidence. You're if you don't have
2: something, if you don't,
6: it's small, man. I don't need to compensate.
5: <laughs> Everybody knows it. I say he throws the paper right out into the street. Oh boy! Right out, to, right into the floor. There's no arrogance there. I'm, Just, done, I, with, I'm I didn't even done with even that guy. He
2: flipped the finger to me, so because <laughs> it wasn't to you, it was to Jess.
5: Does Johnny tattoo have tattoos?
6: Yes, he does. There <laughs> you go. All right. I thought for sure you wrote that one. <laughs>
5: Wouldn't it be weird? I know if- who he is, though. <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird if he did? We're smoking the Hiroshi Robanya, HR, great cigar. Very, very good. Great cigar. When we come back, uh, we'll go through what it takes to be in the Cigar Journal's tasting panel. It's not as easy as it looks, and has the cleanup in the cigar industry already began? In the rumor mills, we hear cigar brands with big social media presence and a big following is already begun. Looks uh, lots of likes, but not selling very much, and they may already be on the auction block for sale to the highest bidder. We'll discuss that and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
7: five bucks and a comfortable chair genius
1: <laughs> meet the perfect cigar to share with friends brick house by jc newman handmade in nicaragua with a fine havana subido wrapper brick house starts out earthy and crisp and burns well rounded and smooth nothing stands the test of a good time like a brick house for more visit brickhousecigars.com
7: The time it takes to hand pick hand roll and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary davidoff white band in every second of enjoyment there are decades of experience every way it is time beautifully filled
6: cigar smokers how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds can you guess what this is oh Think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh
1: yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous, the light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well.
7: This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
6: It's not Mr. Anything. It's not Mr. Anything. It
7: is. We're back,
5: and you're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Has the cleanup of cigar brands begun? We know it has, and we're going to share it with you next. Welcome back, everybody.
6: Well, a lot of websites seem to be naming very small companies as successful for 2014. The question is, what is success, gentlemen? Some think it's likes on Facebook or reposts on Twitter. It's not. In business, it's sales. Pictures on Twitter and Instagram does not equate to shelf space in a store, and it doesn't really help sales. What say you?
5: I say, first off, I haven't even... hit the ash off this thing and I'm running around, I'm flicking <laughs> everything. I'm I'm moving like the Italian that I am, talking with my hands and everything. I'm gonna actually bang it down to get this ash off this thing. Does it feel a little sandy to you? No. No. That's what I was checking. <laughs> he was feeling the ash to see if it was gritty and sandy for some odd reason. I don't know why you would do Just do making such sure it. <clears throat> that means something folks <clears throat> to him. So yep.
2: To touch on this Quite a few websites you know they do their end of the year list they've done their top 10 list they've done um, stories on who or not might have been a successful thing and there are a couple of things that left me scratching my head I mean they're saying company X Y and Z is successful
5: yeah, and we and we, but yet
2: I see the same box <clears throat> sitting on the shelf in a cigar shop that's been there for four months. It's not really moving.
5: Yeah, you you go not only you 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 follow social media, media um, probably more than we do or more than most do. Right. Uh, you get paid to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you go into other cigar shops. You're a cigar geek like anyone else. Mm-hmm. Everyone else here, and um, you know you hear the talk of it. Maybe you smoke the cigar. You go eh whatever you go in the cigar shops you see the box there. it's still there it's still there nobody smoking and nobody's talking about it on social media it's the biggest thing in the cigar shop not so much
2: I'm gonna be controversial as I usually am yeah I'm gonna say there's too many bloggers and there's too many people on social media that fall in love with the attention (laughs) and that's being getting samples in the mail getting tagged in a posting getting a lot of likes on something they post. The social media market is such a small segment of the cigar industry, and True. a lot of people
5: think they, they're bigger than they are. If it was every time you got a like, if you got 10 bucks in the mail, it would equate to a lot of money. It would. But, you know, you know I, I'm a businessman. That's uh, first and foremost what, what I am. I'm a retailer, and uh, as much as I love the business, the cigar business, it is a business. And, you know, the fact is certain things don't sell and certain mm-hmm. things do sell. And when it comes down to it, tomorrow is our national sales meeting, national sales meeting. <laughs> Six of us are going to sit in a room for uh, eight hours or longer. Who knows how long it's going to last? Call each
6: other names, know <clears throat> stuff, dive across the table. But
5: we have a stack this big of reports. Right. Of what sold and what, more importantly, what did not.
6: And in that stack, because I helped make the stack, yes. there is not one single report about how many likes anybody got <laughs> on Facebook.
5: We we actually did something on the Cigar Authority telling you the things that had the most likes. Yes, of yep. what what Barry sent out. And here we go after hearing some news that we heard uh, of these very liked social media brands um, that are doing so badly. Um, we have reports of some numbers too.
2: Yeah, I mean, I see so many. There's an s- awful lot cigars of cigars wind well, up in fine olives. Do,
5: yeah.
6: you guys, you guys know more about this than I do. I'm kind of learning about it now.
2: And by the way, don't use the word stack because all I can think of is pancakes. Mm.
6: Okay, I'll try to stay maple away from syrup, that. syrup and butter on. It. How
2: can that <laughs> <laughs> be?
5: You, you ever, do the raspberry but the raspberry instead of the the maple syrup? Yeah, the- IHOP. Yes, yeah, that's yeah.
2: my preference. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Right now I'm looking at Jonathan like in the cartoon. <laughs> He's like the turkey. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna carve up the eat. All butted
5: up nice with his bald uh. head. <laughs> Chuck, <laughs> I'm just trying to have a show right now. Hey, 13 days into a diet, man. Thirteen days we're dying here.
1: Ah, uh, you lost, you lost what you were gonna say, didn't you? No, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> we, I my
6: question is my question is I'm um, you know, I'm reading off the, the show notes here, but what you know, what's the name of the company? Are we mentioning it? Do you guys ah, know? There's no
5: need to throw somebody hurt. But I will the tell you
2: that the, the, the list of companies is definitely a wild bunch. So you'd be surprised it might who might be on that list. Okay.
5: Well, let, let's take, for instance, the stats that I see here in front of me. And, you know, I don't have privy to anybody's uh, personal numbers or anything, but this is just chat that goes through the, the chat. Not a chat room, but through the, the industry. Yeah, yeah, the circles say say the company did 1 million dollars in sales in 2013
6: mm-hmm.
5: 1 million dollars in sales equates to getting the cigars on the shelves of the retailer
6: right that's the first buy
5: that's the first buy so you filled it up you got a million dollars in sales year 2 is restocking those sales if it ended up going good maybe you you turn it 3 4 times so you you could go 4 million mm-hmm. because you you spent the money filling it up now it's the restock but if this Manufacturer, if a manufacturer out there did one million the first year in in 2014 in thirteen in thirteen, one million dollars in two thousand fourteen, if they did three hundred thousand in sales, a third less than a third of what they did, opening up the accounts, yeah. it's the beginning of the end.
6: That would be the end at that point. Well,
5: there's a, there's some options that a manufacturer can do at that point: come out with new brands and reflood the market again with new brands leaving the old stuff sitting there, and the retailer again taking his $10 cigar and putting it in a $5 bin or blowing it out like we do on our March Madness sale and just blow it out, get rid of it, and now take on their next thing.
2: That goes back to the social media crowd, and it feels like to me that the social media person that's enamored with all these cigars, he's the person that's coming into a cigar shop, he's buying one or two, and then he's moving on to the next brand. It's not like an established line that's equating into box sale after box sale and so on and so forth. Correct. building a brand. So you you come out with a limited edition, the cigar geeks buy two or three, and then the next limited edition comes out and they buy a two or three. There are some companies that it's worked for. I think Crown Heads is one of them with Las Calaveras, Mm. which flew off the shelves. And then some of their other limited editions have done well as well. When you say fly
6: off the shelves, and you'd know this more than I would, Mm.
2: was it? They were going by the box, or people were buying the, five or six at a time? The Los Calaveras was going by the box. Okay. The other ones <clears throat> was mixed.
5: Well, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting, and over the years, I'll tell you, as the as 30-year retailer, I've seen this happen many, many times, uh, especially after the first original cigar boom that probably happened in the early 90s, 90, 91. <clears throat> cigar Fishing Outcomes out in 92. Escalates, it gets very, very popular. By '97, the bust happens. At that point, cigar brands that were doing huge, huge numbers end up tanking and doing much like you see here. Uh, they they drop a third of what they were doing before, maybe even worse. And at that point, don't begin to sell the cigar itself any longer. They sell the band to the deep discount mail order companies that are manufacturers themselves Mm -hmm. so now they sell the band just a paper band for not a penny that they paid for it but maybe twenty five cents each Mm -hmm. because the manufacturer on the other end can make a cigar very very inexpensive it will not be the same cigar in any way of Mm -hmm. what it used to be Mm -hmm. but the band is still on it, they'll destroy the brand name by doing that when they do it because Mm -hmm. people will smoke and say, wow, these got terrible, they used to be pretty good, now they're awful, that's okay because they're just selling cigars and they're putting them in packs with other cigars so that it boosts up the value of it, oh, it has Mm -hmm. that brand X inside of it, Mm -hmm. so those are $10 a piece, it's got five of those and it's got five of these, therefore it's worth at least $100 for this 10 pack, but really... The other cigars were 25 cents for the band and maybe a wow. dollar for the cigar. And this is what ends up, you know. I'm just telling you historically what I have seen. Some brands that you'll, you'll, you can maybe uh, recollect back there and you'll still see out there is brands like Bahia.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Bahia, which was a micro brand that did millions of dollars in sales after it tanked, the bands were now sold. Not the same cigar by any means. Uh, Butera, Arganese, mm-hmm. Greycliff. Uh, you know, now you saw Taranio being sold off to a manufacturer. It's not that is making the cigar anymore. They bought the labels. Right. Now they're making cigars. <clears throat> what happens to the brand, we'll see what happens. But those other ones, we saw exactly what happened. Now does that happen with this brand wow. and the ones we're talking about uh, now that are going down the same path, walking off the same plank, you know, just watching them, bloop, there goes another one, bloop. Here comes another one. Wow. The cleanup has begun. This is what – 2015, this is what I'm seeing. So they, they've done their numbers. They saw how the year ended. <clears throat> they're hurting on the um, – um, The money what a, end. What it cost <clears throat> to run the company. And these other guys, they're just waiting. They're salivating for, yeah, we'll just buy your, your bands at this point. Or whatever you got left in the factory and the bands, and now you're going to start seeing this – uh, erosion of what was a decent cigar that just happened not to sell well. <clears throat> In the meantime, these are social media hits. You know, yeah. like, like, like. Wow, it's good and whatever. It doesn't sell. It didn't sell uh, right even from the million original million didn't sell. Those are sitting on shelves. There's a million dollars worth of cigars, you know, maybe less, maybe seven hundred thousand sitting out there, three hundred thousand more that you put in there. And that that would be a, a retailer getting into it late like, you know, we we didn't buy it first, we'll buy it now because we see social media, they're still saying the cigar is great, let me get it, and then it sits there too. Why does it sit there? Maybe an inferior product to begin with, maybe it's the packaging, maybe it's the um, no money to keep it going with swag and events and promotions Mm -hmm. and advertising, and they're out of money. They're out of money, and here it goes.
2: And I'm not sure if this is something I should say, but coming to work at you a two guys' smoke shop, I I just see such a different model, and, and it, it's you know it's it's mind-boggling to see so many shops make a mistake with some of these brands that are social media um, popular and not realize that they don't have legs. So,
5: yeah, it's a, it's a little eye-opening. It's a different, you, you're looking at it different. Yep. You, <clears throat> listen, I've only been in retail, so I don't know the other end of it, um, but what I do know is it sells or it doesn't sell, and that, that's all there is to it. There's mm-hmm. two kinds of cigars, those that sell, those that don't. Uh, retailers should be looking for those that sell. Uh, if you have a good sales staff and it's a good cigar, you can make it sell. Um, if uh, you have a good manufacturing plant behind you that can work with you and help you, and the and um, the um, sales st- the sales staff is yeah, there. I mean, it, let's face it, <coughs> it. You
6: can you can put a cigar in someone's hand one time. Yeah. Yep. And then the, it's up to the cigar. It's up point. to the cigar.
5: Yep. Speaking of the cigar. Oh my
6: God! This thing. <laughs> put this in someone's hand.
5: Yeah. We you have what. a winner. We you have what. a candidate for the 2015 cigar of the year. Too early to say. I think not. I tell you what, if I was <laughs> if I
2: was reviewing on the site and I was rating it, even with the price, I would probably give it a ninety-four, give or take another point or two. Wow. I mean, I'm only halfway through it, but this thing is phenomenal.
5: It's very good. Yeah, this is a ten, man. It's awesome. All right, uh, it's time for this classic day in classic history, brought to you by a low price cigar, classic cigars.
6: You've heard of epic rap battles.
5: But
6: now it's time for the epic battle. Wow,
4: it's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes.
6: For this day, if you tell anyone about this, I'll f- kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history, it is
3: looking deal, kid.
6: Brought to you by Classic Cigars. <laughs>
3: Nervous?
6: Yes. All Classic Cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under. Get this under. $3 per cigar. You like
1: that, baby? him know where that came from, yeah!
6: Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a Classic Cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com, that's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today... With a classic cigar.
2: So Dave, really quick before you start, 2015 so far, Mr. Jonathan has won one week. I have won one week. Chuck has won zero weeks. So now Who I won
5: last week. I that won. Would, that would you be Barron's.
2: So it's one to one to zero.
5: Chuck, I'm in ready. Fairness, Chuck wasn't even here last week, I'm ready. You ready? I'm, I'm ready. just.
6: I'm just saying it doesn't matter if you're here or not. You're either winning or you're not winning.
5: Well, the New England Patriots are winning, and that's why he wasn't here. And they're going to be in the Super Bowl if they win this week. Correct. We'll see. If Do you, get, tell you, you that? get a ring? you get anything? I don't know. Yeah? I don't know. You don't know. Don't know. You don't know that's if right. you get a ring? Hasn't happened yet since I've been working with them. No, really? No. And it's right. many years. How many Super Bowls you go through?
2: The Yankee announcers get Two? a
5: ring. Two?
2: I wouldn't uh... – Oh. I wouldn't tell them that they haven't won since they hired you. i would right. just
6: keep that a secret. <laughs>
2: right. Dave, not to make you uncomfortable, one of our male listeners in the chat room said you're hot.
6: Okay. That's uh, not making Dave uncomfortable. It's <laughs> yeah, making
2: me at uncomfortable. At Jeez,
5: very uncomfortable. Very <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> um, okay, today is January 13th. We are taping the show for January 17th, but today is January 13th, and it is Trace Atkins' birthday. Trace Atkins. I mean, country music star. Country music star who has topped... The billboard charts over twenty times with songs like Ladies Love Country Boys. He also appeared as a panelist in the Hollywood Squares. He's a finalist in Celebrity Apprentice with Donald Trump and returned as an all-star apprentice. Trace Atkins' birthday is today, Mr. Jonathan. What year was he born? He was
6: born in 1965.
5: Barry.
2: 1950.
5: 1950 and? 1943. 1943 and I'm going to give it to Barry. With 1962. Ooh. Son of a Okay. Barry. Yes. Today is Julia Louise Dreyfuss' birthday. Elaine. TV actress and comedian who played on Saturday Night Live and went on to play Elaine Bennis, one of the main stars of the television show Seinfeld. She became a star of HBO's Veep in 2012, winning multi-emmy awards and critic, critic choice awards for her role. She played Christine Campbell in The New Adventures of Old Christine. Today's her birthday. Born what year, Barry? 1966.
1: 1966. Chuck. Going way low, I think. 53. 53. I'm
6: going to split the difference, folks, and say 1958.
5: 1958 will take the point. At yes, 61. It will. Oof. Yes, it will. Mr. Jonathan, won. Barry, won. Chuck, three questions left. This is to you. I'm in. Today is Richard Mall. His birthday, M-O-L-L. Bull. Barry got it again. From Night Court? Yes. The actor played oh. the role of uh, The bald bailiff on the television wow. series Night Court. He previously shaved his head for another role, but the Night Court producers liked it so much, they told him to stay bald, and it began the whole bald is cool thing. He was born today, Richard Mole. Born today, what year? I'm going to go
1: 1940.
5: 1940.
6: Uh, I'm going to say 41.
5: 41. So you're not writing this down, and you kind of—I tried. St- you, you, you I just couldn't think it. I, think I, about it I, fast I, enough. Enough time, my God. That's why I read all that other crap. <laughs> I could just say Richard Mole, and it will be over. But I say all that stuff to give you time. I tried, time.
2: man. I tried. Barry. 1950, even though I wanted to change it to 49. But like Okay, it's 50.
5: 43, and Mr. Jonathan gets the point. But I, I don't like how you, you got the point. I don't either. You wrote it after. I, I'm sometimes right I
2: write it. I write the number down before now you, you gotta, gotta, start you reading. you got to write
5: it down. That's why we have the pens. That's <laughs> so the rule.
2: If anybody's going to send in an email complaining about that, please don't because he's just going to blame me for it.
5: Yeah. Any <laughs> any bad ones to Mr. Jonathan goes right to Barry. Barry do you send this?
2: right to
6: his inbox. No, but
5: I know the guy.
6: <laughs> <laughs> he knows the guy who is behind the guy. There we go. Who is behind the guy.
5: Barry. Barry. Yes. Today is Robert Stack's birthday. The late great Robert Stack. Anything? Music producer. Beretta. I don't know. Music actor who played who became uh best known as Elliot Ness in the Untouchables. He played uh, the unforgettable role as the host in, of the spooky show from, from the, sp- the Untouchables.
6: I have mine written down already. Hosted
5: yes. a the spooky show from 1987 and 2002. Was The Untouchables a spooky show? No. He, he was in something else. What was Robert Stackin? He, w- he was in... Uh... Don't know. Oh, my God.
6: Literally nobody knows who he is. Yes, he is. So...
5: You don't know who he is, really, Robert Stack. Nothing. Did you write it down, Mister?
6: Yes, I did. Say his name one more time, and maybe then we'll know.
5: Robert Stack. <laughs> oh, oh,
6: Robert yes. Stack. He was uh, the the host from the the no, Spooky Show. That's it. He was yes. a host
5: on another show that was, um, like like uh, mystery type thing. Very famous. I can't think of what it's called. And I left it out here. I don't know why, and I thought you guys would know. Please
6: believe it or not. <clears throat>
5: no. Okay. But, then but it's anyway. Jack Palance. Anyway, Mr. Jonathan, what year was the nineteen guy you don't?
6: twenty-one?
5: Twenty-one. Barry, the guy you don't know.
6: Thirty-four.
5: Thirty-four. Thirty-nine. And you're all over. Oh. Nineteen nineteen. You don't know who he was. Anyway. All right. Last one. It is Mr. Jonathan two. Barry one. Chuck zero. Last one. This goes to Barry. William Hung. I was going to
2: say porn star, but wasn't he the guy in American Idol? He is. She Bang or something like that. Singer, singer, she bang.
5: Gained media attention singing (laughs) She Bang on American Idol in 2004. Released his debut album, uh, inspired that same year. The A side uh, from his LP. Uh, he later released a holiday album called "Hung for the Holidays" in two thousand and four. Big hit.
2: Sounds like a porn movie. <laughs> yeah,
5: absolutely. <laughs>
6: sounds like an old fart. Freddie is what it sounds like. What year was he born? Nineteen eighty.
5: Nineteen eighty. Shock.
6: Seventy-two. Seventy-two. I'm going eighty-one.
5: Eighty-one for the point and uh, the win, Mr. Jonathan. Did, did you have
2: eighty-one written down? Okay.
5: Did he? Right. Did he? Yeah. Yes, he, he did.
2: did. He didn't All do me right, dirty. Yeah. All right.
5: Don't be doing that anymore. This day in class, yeah, it's just for the
6: record, the two of you have done cigar. that a million Never. times. You Never. are full of it.
5: He- whatever, whatever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar, and if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys smoke shop location. Salem, Seabrook, or Nashua, New Hampshire, on your birthday, and they will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar just for you. And that is it.
6: The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Gentlemen and Mr. J. Wow. I don't know what that's about. (laughs) Uh, How many cigars, if you know, but of course you do because you are the authority after all. That's all in parentheses. Does Cuba produce annually? That's the question. How many cigars does Cuba produce annually? If they sell out of cigars every year right now, will the U.S. get some, none, or all of their production? Charles Wentworth Dinkins Esquire from Rollins, West Virginia.
5: Well, wrong name there. He is. Barry.
6: Is Esquire I know a the lawyer?
5: I know the answer to this so. question. I have the answer to this question. Do you know the answer, Barry?
2: Well, in uh, Robania's obituary, they said that there were 3 million Robanias produced. There's 21 brands. I'm going to go. They do roughly 60 million cigars a year. Okay. That is wrong. What do you
1: have, Chuck? All right. Wild well, guess here. Uh, way low. I'm going to go way lower than that. I'm going to say probably annually 3 million cigars. 3 million.
6: I'm going to go with
5: 201 million cigars. It's in between, it's 100 million cigars 100. approximately, 100 million Cuban cigars. Do I get a point for being closest without going over?
2: You, you have no points, and may <laughs> God have mercy on your soul.
5: So 100 million cigars, so l- let's look at that for a second, because the U.S. went through slightly less than 300 million cigars last year. Okay, let's call it 300 million. Dominican Republic produced approximately 1 million Nicaragua produced slightly less than that. Let's call it one million. Also, everybody else combined—that's Costa Rica, a, don't Honduras. do you
6: mean a hundred million? Hundred no. million? Yeah, not one million.
5: Hundred million. Hundred okay. million. Nicaragua. hundred million to Dominican Republic. About a hundred million to Nicaragua, and everybody else, and that includes Costa Rica, Honduras, um, Mexico, uh, Philippines, any other small countries that produce cigars. Uh, another hundred million is the three hundred million that came in. Cuba is producing a hundred million for every other country except the United States. Right, they would need a hundred million just for the United States, most likely, wow. and then they would all share the the what would the the business would grow anyway. Would grow to say hopefully four hundred million. Because of the allure of the short sure. cigar, people and all that, that don't
6: even smoke would start smoking,
5: so it would end up being uh, a split with them. But they're gonna have to take that hundred million cigars and give it to who they give it to the hundred million cigar uh, smokers across the world, except the United States, and now take a little bit away from each one of those which now the manufacturers in the other countries would give a little bit to them and level it off, and they would get some of them in here. But how many of the $100 would they get in here? Let's say they give them 10%. Let's go crazy and give them 20%. There's going to be an 80% shortage of what they're going to end up needing. So it's going to be an awful low amount that's going to come here. It's going to
6: take even longer for people to realize that they're not all they're cracked up to be.
5: is really what's going to happen. Why would you not smoke Hiroshi Robana? That's what I'm saying. Mm. This cigar is incredible. It's getting better and better. Mm-hmm. All the talking I do, it's staying lit. That gives an extra couple of points right there. <laughs> that's
6: mm. a bonus. Do you do that when you're evaluating?
5: Well, I know we're going to get into it later. But I don't know what that's called. Short finish, long finish. What you call the cigar that stays combustible, still stays lit.
6: That's halfway between combustion and right. combustible. It's right. Combustible. Right. combustible.
5: Combustible. Great cigar. Great cigar. Excellent construction. Ten of a ten of a possible ten, if you, in my scale. I'd give you it a call.
6: ten point one out of a possible ten because it did stay lit while Dave said all that.
5: When we come back, uh, we're gonna fire up another cigar and tell you uh, what it takes to be a professional cigar taster for Cigar Journal. It's not that easy. And you guys are going to smoke a unbanded cigar that I have right here that I unbanded for you. I'm going to smoke one also. And we're going to evaluate. Things? We're going to blind taste test the cigar. It's a very important cigar for you to be blind tasted, and we'll get into the cigar um, in the next hour. I
2: already have a guess.
5: You know <laughs> yes. do. Uh, we got cigar news. Of course news you do. With bad news Barry. gentlemen, Chuck Morrison. We'll get debonair. We got news from the Asylum. Old Fod Freddy and lots more. Stick around. Hour number two, just minutes away, we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
1: You're not going to... Not-
6: oh, yes, I am going to. Thank <laughs> you. I was so excited that he read it right. Uh, when you're smoking, you are HR, which is Hiroshi Rabena 1845. Folks, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. This is a 54 ring gauge. Uh, That'll be quite the burn. You want to make sure you do that. We'll be right back with our number two. And just
1: just a quick reminder that if you enjoy the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a rating or review, five stars we like to go, up on Facebook, on uh, iTunes, as well as tweeting out links to the show. We'll be right back, as Mr. Jonathan said, with our number two right here on the United Cigar Radio Network.
6: Where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head to head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time.
1: Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste.
5: One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor
1: and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even
5: more bolder. With in-your-face flavor United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that
6: may be wrong. Well, I'm
5: going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance.
1: United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro.
6: Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide.
1: Rated D for
6: delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both.
4: Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand. The Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours?
7: This is Jonathan Carney with a Florida Vancada. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart.
4: This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson, Steve Sock. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of Jay. is the Cigar Authority. Man Bay! The authority on everything cigar. Yeah. Get used to it. And out of the cigar industry Ooh. with your hosts. That's a
0: lovely accent you have.
4: David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the ball, babe. Mr. Jonathan.
0: Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you,
4: hey Zeus, we
0: thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell.
4: Very Stein.
0: That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same
4: age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this
0: your
7: place? No. No, 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 no,
0: no.
4: No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Mom, can
0: we get some meatloaf?
4: It's time to light them up. There's no
0: smoking in
4: here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer farmer. <laughs> For the cigar, Authority. Hey, shake it back, gal.
5: Woo! Shake it back. Nice. And we're back with our number two live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this hour, we're all fired up about having another cigar. I'll tell you, the aroma of the cigar. My nose is tingly. My lips, my tongue, it's a great cigar. I'm I loving wanna, it. I don't want to put it down. We're going to have to, because uh, uh, what does it take to be a professional cigar taster for a major publication? That's what we're going to talk about, so we're going to do a blind taste test with you guys. we got Cigar News with Bad News Barry. We'll get Debonair with Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Cigar News of new cigars hitting the shelf, and we'll go through our calendar for upcoming events, interviews, and lots more. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority.
1: That's right.
5: That's right. You are listening to <laughs> Cigar Authority,
6: the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, we are high atop the worldwide headquarters here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. He's busy seeing if, I, if I'm reading it correctly. That's Salem, right. New Hampshire. Give me the open. The- <laughs> it's a buzzword. <laughs> yeah. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time.
5: Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. Now, I am not going to waste this cigar. I am going to smoke the cigar after. This other cigar we're going to have is exceptional also, but I have to go back to this because I I can't wait to see what this tastes like as it gets down. I think it's going to get even better. My nose is tingly. My tongue is tingly. This thing is... Uh, and a, a it's aroma a cornucopia of aroma, of flavors Ar- and aromas. <clears throat> it's, it's exceptional. Sensations. It's exceptional. Um, what do we, what so, should we do if we know we're coming back to this cigar? So cave? we're going to wipe the ash off the cigar as best we can. Get the ash off as much as we can off the cigar. We're going to put it aside, away from the ashtray. I'm not going to let it sit there. You know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to exhaust mine first. Blow out. And we're going to put the cigar aside, away from the ashtray. This is a sponge. It's going to absorb anything that comes in contact with it. Mm. So when we relight the cigar later on, we're going to toast it up like we normally do, keeping the flame away from the air, toasting it up. And instead of drawing in, we're going to draw out, blow out two or three times as we turn it, therefore not drawing in the soot mm. from the ash and because the whole cigar will become sooty and ashy all the way through because that's what you have drawn through the cigar. So we'll put it aside, save the rest for later on. I hate to even put it down, but that's what we're going to do so we can go back to it. So this
6: is your first real experience with leftovers.
5: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. All right.
6: I know I'm going to get an email about that too, All the always with the fat
5: jokes, but <clears> – <throat> So, the blind taste test is going on, and uh, I don't see my paper here. I might have to actually get up and walk away. Oh, terrific.
6: And do this. Or you could just reach down on the chair right there. Oh, there it is. Beautiful. Grab it off the
5: (laughs) chair. See, I thought it's too early in the year to have made a mistake already. I have it here with me. Um, So, this is my cigar tasting, cigar journal tasting sheet. This is Group J. I have a deadline of February 4th to finish the nine cigars uh, they have provided me. I try to uh, start with a clean palate and do it early on in the day. I have four that I've done so far in four days, and uh, unfortunately, I'm traveling. Um, maybe I can bang, I'll bang another one out tomorrow, and when I come back, I'll have to do the, the remainder of them.
1: How many did they give you? Seven, nine. They give you nine, and how, out of those nine, how many have you had previously?
5: Uh, we don't I have know. no idea.
1: Oh, they're all I have maple. no idea they're what all- they are. Yeah, uh-huh. there's nothing
5: on them, just like the cigar I'm going to provide for you right now. Oh, all right. So, well, there, there is a
6: there is a band on the ones that you have. It's just a band with a with a yeah, with a
5: number, number on, but it. it's unbranded. Yeah. yeah, one 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 three one yep. one five nine. Yep. Uh, and this is all of J. So, I mean, they this is really pretty complicated of of what they're asking on here. And plus, it's not written in English. It is um, written in German and then Fleur. cedar. That too. Then uh, brought into uh, English, and sometimes it, it doesn't actually. Uh, work out very well what it means, but they're asking all kinds of different stuff here. Um, right now, you, yeah. before yeah. you get so, into let, that,
6: why don't we, because Barry chance. can't help himself over there. He's cutting already. And, <laughs> well,
5: <clears throat> my cutter disappeared in the cleanup last week, so I had to borrow yours. Okay, so I told you there's a cleanup in the cigar industry. Here it is. Okay, <laughs> it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo, cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. That is Perdomo Cigars. Now, this is a box-pressed, would you say severely box-pressed? What what do you call this? This is flat.
2: looks like it was in my back pocket, and I pressed it myself. It's pretty thin, man. Yeah. I promise you, you've smoked it before. I know what it is. I take back what I (laughs) thought it was. I now have a totally different guess. So you guessed earlier yes. that it was
5: a gunslinger, gunslinger. It is not. And there's no prizes for anything. No, it looked a, narrower. When you it lose it by you. You lose two points. So let's stop me. guessing and start smoking. Yeah. All right. And we, we are be, lighting with the Churchill
6: lighter. This is a quadruple jet. Okay. Big ass tanked. First off. Flip. it.
5: First off. You ne- let, I, let me you, say this. Yes. You never.
6: I got to say, say the name Vertigo. of the company. Yeah, I
5: got to say Vertigo. That's it's the Vertigo. most important thing to the advertiser is the name of their company.
6: The name of the company is Vertigo folks. It's the Vertigo
5: Churchill. I let it go 100 times and correct you every Easily time. Easily 100 times. Thinking that you're going to finally catch on but I'm going to have to do it on the air so that you it it sticks. The flame does change colors when it's lit,
6: uh, allowing you to be able to see it against a brighter background, like let's say Unlike snow. Unlike Mr.
5: John changing his colors, he stays the same until he's brought out on it. But go ahead. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <man. laughs> he's on fire today. I like it the is. way this lighter feels in my hand. It's, it's square. It's, it's box-pressed like the cigar we're
2: lighting, right? But it's, it's like a
5: box-pressed cigar.
2: It's really not glossy. Glossy
5: isn't the word I want to use. Polished. Polished.
2: I it, like this it looks like
5: a 57 Chevy mine. It's the red with with the sparkles in it. Awesome looking. Well, how much is How expensive? $24.99 for that Vertigo Churchill. Thank you. I like it in that color, too. That red is yep. gorgeous. Yep. It's fabulous. That's the one. And it comes with a little pouch that we don't have here. But if, if we did, it would come with a little pouch for $29. They're doing it. They're cranking. And that would be the accessory of the year. If I was to give an accessory of Absolutely. the year, it would be the vertigo lightest
6: All right. I've got a flavor right off the bat. Chuck, get I'm ready.
5: I'm
1: ready, brother.
6: Okay. You know how you get hit in the head really, really hard? Like back of the head, you clonk yourself, and there's a certain taste in your mouth.
2: You mean like when Dave hit you in the back of the head for your old Fart Freddy's? You're not unlike that. Okay.
6: Yeah. You mix that flavor that you get with clove ribbon candy. And that's the cigar.
2: You know what? I get the cloves. (laughs) I totally get the cloves. That's That's good. But the taste of of a concussion.
6: Yeah, like you're concussed. (laughs) The taste you have in your mouth when you're concussed while eating
5: clove ribbon candy. Concussed. Concussed. You know when you get a concussion, a taste? (laughs) You know that. But ribbon candy with a glass breaks in your mouth and you, you <laughs> your gums bleed. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Clove clove ribbon candy ribbon candy is pretty right on. Pretty right on. Yeah. It's very You good, taste man. that, right? Yeah. He's got that. The concussion, I don't know where that came from. Where, where does that come from? It reminds me also of the bubble gum inside a topp's baseball card. The powder on it. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> I got to give it to you, man. Yep. It's a little of that and a little of that. Concussed. <laughs> I gum, about the concussed. <laughs> Is that even a word
1: that's the clove new, ribbon that, candy? That's the new honey fresh out like from the hive. I'm like back <laughs> when I'm 12 years
2: old and I opened you know up a get? pack of tops. It, it tastes and smells. Well, the taste tastes like the smell. Of Topps bubble gum, and sure. It's, it's a
5: flat square piece, like a flat yeah, thing, right? like which if you dropped on the floor, shattered into a million pieces. Yeah, right. it did. And it didn't matter how fresh it was; it was the new ones that came so out. So it's mm-hmm. all
6: three flavors that we're getting here. All three flavors have something to do with breaking. You break the back of your head open. Yeah. you break the glass candy, and you
2: break the gum. And this comes from the guy who looks like he was on Breaking Bad. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Barry Stein, it's go time now. It's go time.
5: So this is Group J. Deadline of uh, February fourth. I got to get these nine cigars in. Let me tell you some of the criteria's they're asking of me, and you can give me the criteria's of the cigar you're smoking to see how it how well it peers up or whatever. They're saying grob uh, Again, it's written in uh, chunky veins or tiny veins. Tiny, tiny. Is it Tiny. sandy or silky oily? Sandy. I'm gonna silky.
6: Go with silky, but not so oily. So I'd go halfway in halfway. between.
5: And you do have a halfway. You know, mm-hmm. you got many spaces in between. What do you You've got? Five things? I got a five, bunch. Well, no, I mean, is there five circles? Yes. And okay. Go, so you have a you range. can go in between those circles if you want to.
6: You have a range of, well, say, ten. 10 spots. Yeah. Okay.
2: I'm leaning toward the
5: silky side.
6: Silky side, but not oily. Not oily. Right. So you'd have to go halfway.
2: A little bit more than half, I would.
6: Yeah. Because it's silky. So in, not five, six? Yeah, that's six. 6.5. Right. Yeah. Very light On or almost
5: black. Yes.
6: This is. Uh, Say again? Middle of the road. Yeah. A very
5: light or almost black. Middle of the road. Yep. Yeah. That's a five. It's or. Kit Kat chocolate color. Okay. Under combustion, we have soft or firm. Hmm. What? I don't that's know. like,
6: do you walk to school or bring a lunch? Those two terms have nothing to do with each other.
5: Buck 380.
6: Combustion,
5: is it soft or what? Firm. Combustion. No, I'm sorry, construction. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> construction. <laughs> Do you see where I'm going yes. there, Barry? All right. The, the top is a little bit soft. Yep. The side is a little bit firm, so I'm going to go right in the middle. All right. Yep. Is, the, uh, is it uneven or even? It's a little a little uneven. That's because you lit it, wrong. No, not the burn. The construction. Oh, the construction. Yeah. What What's uneven about it? Well, if you look on the side, you can see if the the seam has popped up a little bit. Okay. All right. Is the draw poor or perfect?
2: It's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's on the
6: it's on the lower side of the middle. Now, this is my question. You we have to compare this to other box press cigars, not round ones.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: With that in mind, oh, okay. I'm going to say for a box press cigar, this squished, mm-hmm. it draws really well.
5: That's what I would say. Didn't say it. It draws really well. All right, let's talk about the draw. Is it poor or perfect? A little tight.
6: I'm going to go out of a possible ten. Seven point
5: five. Um, con- combustion. We're on combustion now. Uneven or razor sharp. Look at that burn line. That's. Close to razor shop. It I'm is close go to like a... eight and a half. Yeah. Now, this again has I to do down. with the age of the tobacco. Oh, yeah. This is a determining factor of the age of tobacco. Pay attention, folks. So razor shop. Um, hasting. H A S T Y. Hasty or well, you need the font sizes. is like do you a, want me to a... read it? The font size has got to be like a three. Here. <laughs>
2: Uh, how give me, fast? Get the bottom, one how and I'll fast help. It, How fast it's burning? Right? Hasty or slow? I'd say slow. I'd say slow. Like a two and a half, three. Yeah, three. go slow. All right. What does it say underneath that? Extinguishes
6: or burns steady? Well, it's we don't too too know really because. Tell,
5: yeah. Okay. Now to smoke. Little or vol voluminous. Little, little. And
6: voluminous. Voluminous.
5: Yeah. I know what it says, but I can't see or it. hot this. or
6: cool is the next one. Cool. Burning cool. I would agree with that. The Very ash. Cool.
5: Is the ash flaky or stable and firm? Slight flake so far, but yeah. seems firm. S-
6: now, is that bad to have a flaky ash?
2: When it- you know what? We always refer to a cigar when we review it, if it's flaky or not, um, to be honest. And, the, and by we, you mean you, because I well, don't review cigars. Bloggers in general. Okay. And uh, I don't know what the pros and cons are. I'm going to have to ask uh, Jose Blanco with his thoughts. Now, I know, I know ashes. I've smoked
6: some inexpensive cigars in the past, you know, comparing box press to right. box press. So I've smoked inexpensive box press cigars, and the ash itself, not the wrapper, but the ash itself flowers. Mm-hmm. And then on a more expensive cigar, it seems to stay tighter. So I would say the less that it flowers, mm-hmm. the better. Yes. So I'm going to say in this case, it's not flaking all that much. So maybe give it a, a 9 toward the okay. not, not Back flaking. on
5: the ash, is it very dark or is it white? We're going high magnesium on this I'm, go, I'm
2: going middle. I got like a, a – not a light gray. I won't call it a dark gray. It's yeah. like a medium, medium gray. Glasses.
5: There you go. It's a medium gray. I've seen white ashes. The hibachi rabbana was whiter than this. Now, it, it, back on Jonathan's question last time – does it matter? Does it make it a better cigar, white ash, dark ash? I find
2: cigars with high magnesium content to have more flavor to them, so I think the light of the ash has to do with the chemical composition of the soil. It does. Cuban cigars are black ashes. Yep.
6: Does that mean – does that become taste subjective at that point? Could somebody say, point me out a cigar that has low magnesium?
2: Yeah, I think it definitely is because if you look at cigars that are grown in Condega in Nicaragua, which is a volcanic region – the cigars tend to have a different flavor taste than that in Jalapa or Esteli. But what what so color they, would those ashes
5: be? Oh, at the top of my hand, I don't remember, but I know they that ash color is different. Light. You've been very helpful. Yes, Thank you. No problem. Is the complexity one-dimensional or multi-layered? Well, Multi-multi-layered. Yeah, yeah. We've
6: got three different ones from banging your there head all the way to...
5: Let's look at harmony. We'll Little or much harmony? Harmony. The yeah, flavor's... Balanced. Yeah, it, it seems balanced. Like the
2: sweetness yeah. and, you know, it's not sweet and bitter. So Right, it's the fla- the
6: flavors are the flavors are playing off of each other. Yes. Yeah. The
5: body of the cigar is it what does it is it Elusive
2: or full? I'd say it's on the lower side of of
5: mild body, which I guess would be elusive. Yeah. So I would say it's slightly less than medium. Yeah. I concur. You concur. And the last thing is boldness and power, would it be mild or I would give it oh. a two.
2: I'm finding it mild. Yeah. But it's also my fifth cigar today. I'm going to say it's probably more like four. I'm going to double your score there.
5: So that's what they're asking. And at, at the end of this, they have the scoring that would be uh, 0.5, which would be an 82. One would be mediocre at an 83 to 84. 1.5 would be an 85. Two would be good 86 to 87. 2.5 is 86. How could it be 86? Oh, 88. Three would be very good 89 to 90. Very good. 3.5 is a 91. Then you get into four and it becomes excellent 82 to 80. Uh, 92, 92 to, 94. to 94. 4.5 is 95 in 96. And a perfect 5 is in a class by itself 87 to 100 97
2: to 100. it's it's an inch in but so far I would give it a 3 which I believe was 91
5: yeah you just just below 93 3.5 3.5 <clears throat> 91 yeah. Chuck you way up there
1: yeah no uh, I'll, I'll give it in like an it's pretty freaking good man it, it is but it's early What was um uh, 4 Four is, is 92 a, to 94. A little yeah.
5: higher than that. So 4.5. Yeah, we'll go 4.5. I wouldn't give it a perfect 95, 5. 96. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to hover in the 4 range. So let's smoke it for a while, and then I'll tell you uh, about it and uh, what it is. But uh, this is what I'm going through with the Cigar Journal tastings. It's very, very interesting, and they want to know a lot of information. Uh, uh, great publication. They're not messing around. This isn't... Uh, you know, just give me a number. What do you think? There's a lot goes into this. I'm giving it 100%. I'm trying as hard as I can to do everyone as best I can. Uh, so we'll see how it turns out because uh, I want to keep this gig.
6: Are you at all nervous that they're going to
5: hate what you're sending? Well, I've done, as I said, four of them already. I'm not going to tell you which, which ones they are. I don't know which ones they are, but I have ninety-one's Okay. And I have 285s. Wow. All right. Uh, and the first two I smoked were 85s. Dave's very strict when it comes to grades. I'm so glad he wasn't my teacher. Yeah? Um, no, I'm trying to do what it is, and um, I apologize in advance to the manufacturers. I'm doing it straight as I possibly can. I am uh, try- I have no idea what they are, so I'm going to the best of my ability. And um, they came in, and I let them sit. Over the weekend, last weekend, before I started the process of smoking, because I didn't want them, I want them to be perfect temperature, humidity, everything to be perfect. Um, You know, they every cigar goes through a rough time being shipped anywhere. Uh, Them coming here when if you when and if you buy a cigar, mail order, it goes through hell. Uh, it's way too cold up in this area right now. Uh, in the summertime, it's way too hot in UPS trucks, so uh, I don't advise it. You know, you want a cigar to be sitting for months and months in perfect condition uh, as possible to give it uh, its its exact due. The cigar you're smoking here, I'm going to tell you, has been in perfect condition for a long time. Yeah, no kidding. You know what I'm going to say about this cigar
2: what? with the with the Rabbania, It was so great that. You could have picked a cigar that would have fallen completely flat in comparison, but this cigar is holding its own. It certainly is. It's
5: not the Robagna, but it's definitely holding its own. Yeah. It, this cigar, I'll give you another, another little hint on it, um, is 15 years old. Okay. This cigar was in a sealed box that I had for 15 years, um, and I broke it open yesterday to get it ready for the show, and here it is. Um, and we'll get more into it as time goes on. It's a special cigar. It, it, it's something going on here. Uh, you're looking at a box press cigar that, looking at it, you, the box press is more flat, so you know it's not a Padron, right? It's not that kind of box press. Right, right. Um, so it's something different, and we'll get into that as it's going on. So right now it's time to take a peek into the Asylum with some crazy news from Asylum Cigars.
1: They're coming to take me away, haha! they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, Hee hee! to the funny farm where life is beautiful
3: all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha
6: It's time for news from the insane asylum, odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars asylum cigars are truly flavorful medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 x 44 to the absolutely insane 6 by 80 asylum cigars take no prisoners alright I want to let everybody know about a scam alert be on the lookout for this girl and her friend they are hanging around major malls and Walmart parking lots while you're putting your groceries away They ask you for a ride to McDonald's. Fair enough. They are very convincing and very hot. Uh Once in your car, this one takes her clothes off and starts climbing all over you. While she keeps you busy, the other one takes your wallet. I've had mine taken on the 7th, the 8th, and the 10th twice yesterday and probably two more times tomorrow. Walmart has wallets uh, for $2.99, but I found some at the dollar store for $0.99, cents, so I bought all they had. These two harlots will not only take your wallet, but you never even make it to McDonald's, so I've already lost 11 pounds. Keep a lookout for them. I find lunchtime at around 5.30 to be the best time myself. <laughs> That's insane. That's a sign. up.
7: They're coming to take me away, haha! They're coming to take me away, ho ho! Hee hee! To the funny farm where life
1: is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha.
2: Is this a cigar that's in regular production, or was it a limited edition? It is in regular production. I have a guess. Save it. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna write it down, right down, down and if it I'm down, right, it we'll refer to this. If I'm wrong, okay. I'm still uh, going to be right. Jonathan, you're right, Danira. So, well. new
5: cigars hitting the shelf, Barry Stein. What's out there?
2: Well, each week we'll share the newest cigars to arrive at 2 And this week, those additions are none. It's only Tuesday, folks. We are expecting a shipment of something <laughs> new tomorrow. Um, keep okay. your eyes on 2GuysCigars.com as well as our Facebook pages for all three 2Guys Smoke Shops. And as soon as they arrive, they will be posted.
5: Okay. While you're enjoying life, focus, it's important to be debonair gentlemanlike and how to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do You need a gentleman. Gentleman.
1: I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman. <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me.
3: Gentlemen, ladies, fasten your seat
5: belts, switch on your electronic devices, and pop up the volume. You need a gentleman.
1: And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a Debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. True. Today, gentlemen, Don't skimp on your skivvies. That's right. We're all about being debonair here on The Gentleman's Way. And gentlemen, hear it from me. Spend money on good underwear.
5: Make it an accident. (laughs) (laughs) That's clean underwear. That's clean underwear. Think of it this way. You
1: wouldn't wear a sweat-stained, draw-crumpled shirt to the office, would you? Yeah. Well, treat your pants with the same care that you afford the rest of your wardrobe. Wearing good quality underwear will make you feel more confident and help you become more debonair. Yes, it will. Bonus tip here: throw away your old socks and underwear every six months. What? Yep. They've had some from sox, back yes. when I was in high school.
5: Yeah, these are from the '80s, man. <laughs> that
1: is the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen. Are you debonair?
5: Enough. I got a couple of elastic bands I still call underwear.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Boxers or briefs?
5: I'm a bikini brief guy.
6: Really? The reason is when I started, I don't skimp. I buy expensive underwear. When I started coaching gymnastics, I was a boxers guy. And uh, all it takes is one time of doing a seat drop on the trampoline in boxers, and you never wear boxers again as long as you live. And you know what I've done about that? Not done the C-drop, whatever that yes. is. <laughs> you just bounce on your backside <laughs> on the trampoline, and then your stuff bounces on the trampoline. Oh it's boy. not good.
5: Don't do the C-drop. I'll try to stay away from that.
6: Uh, so um, we're taping this week, folks, because, and I love saying this now. I've never been able to say this before, but Dave is on vacation this Saturday. Not true. So lots of not people are asking,
5: why Why are you taping on a Tuesday? I am not on vacation. Dave is leaving for vacation. I am going to Florida, which is like a vacation. You're place going to Florida
6: to work. Hang on a second. You're going to hang out with your friends, the Newmans. Yes or no? Yes. You probably go out to dinner. Probably.
2: Vacation. Eight, 80 degrees down there, and it's currently 15 degrees in Salem. I am going yeah. to my I am going
5: to my first national sales man- sales meeting ever, but not to see what they're are going to do, but I'm going to actually speak to the salesman. And you're excited to do it. I am. That's they want. Awesome. They want the vacation. retailers' perspective. Like some people like to hike, right? It's not vacation. So at they at all.
6: go hiking <laughs> when they're on vacation. You like to talk about business. You're going to Florida to do what you love, which is talk about business. Vacation,
5: not vacation so at all. I love coming to work every day. Not vacation. You came in late today. Just saying. I had a meeting with the accountant because I had to do I thought uh, it was your W-9s. I had to put out W-9s for your brother. Ah, nice. Uh, nice. Because he did work on the building, and you got to make sure he pays his taxes because I paid mine, that's for sure. You, you want to get into that? No. You want no. to get into No. It's <laughs> not even is?
1: close. Oh, Dave, why are you going there? Friday, uh,
6: Friday January Ugh. 23rd. This Friday, is
5: which is if you're listening call. to the show Saturday, which is when right. the show
6: it's not, is. It's a, not actually It'll, this Friday because we're taping on a Tuesday. It's
5: the Friday after this Friday. But it's January 23rd, which would be this Friday if they're listening late Saturday. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the casting call, which um, will be we got a dozen girls or so. Coming down. Yeah, we have a couple of
2: girls that uh, emailed some photos um, this week. Some of which are very interesting. And uh, January well, hang, two, hang on, hang yes. on. Yes. When you say interesting, are you just being debonair? I'm being debonair. Yeah. So these, what? Well, which one of should... them is from Model Mayhem, and she had an adult section of her profile and a non-adult section of her profile.
6: Ah.
2: Any tattoos on their faces? No, <laughs> but there was a tattoo on her bikini line.
5: Interesting. We don't want any tattoos. We well, we're not nice going to be girls. looking at our bikini line either. So no, this is going to be all in the up and up. But we're not doing a commercial for TV because we have a problem with TV, or they have a problem with us enjoying smoking cigars. They right. want us to sit there and not enjoy them. Yeah, let's put a commercial about how <laughs> about
6: how much cigars suck. Let's do that. Not right. how awesome they
5: are. Yeah. So anyway, losers. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go to break. When we come back, I will reveal uh, to these two jamokes and Chuck what we're smoking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll have some interesting, We're questions, interesting questions from the mailbag, the best tweets of the week, and uh, Bad News Barry will give us some uh, bad news. And, oh, my goodness, I see. <laughs> We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. She's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Flor de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Flor de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it.
1: Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Floor de Lorraine, stop missing out.
6: Mr. John, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. John, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies. Top forty, and yes even country with a host of DJs that operate above the mix Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor Mr. Jonathan is my DJ Mr. Jonathan is me Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production Mr. Jonathan is my
1: he reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, hey you, he is David Garofalo. The least interesting man
6: in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium, handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting, Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world.
1: It once won a Longest Ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except
5: it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey Jack,
1: I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the U.S.A. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. right, I'll sign up
7: today.
4: Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Tata Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
5: And we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, and Bad News Barry is here with us, and he's going to uh, let us know all the news that's happening in the cigar world. We'll take a peek in the calendar and lots more. Welcome back, everybody, to the final segment on the Cigar Authority. So, Bad News Barry, what do you got?
2: All right. The City Council of New Orleans, which advanced a proposal to ban smoking in the city, is set to meet Wednesday night, January 14th, for a town hall-style meeting on the proposed smoking ban that has divided the city the ban is one full City Council vote away from becoming law and no official date has been set on when that vote will take place the city of Newburgh New York has seen the City Council pass a new law that will make it difficult to get a city license to sell tobacco in order to get the needed license the retail establishment will need to be inspected by the local fire and police departments in addition, the city will also have the right to execute a search warrant. Stores need the new license by March 1st
5: in order to continue doing business. These are cities, man. These are tough, tough things to fight. Yeah. City ordinances and stuff that end up happening. at so fight. So they're having a tough times statewide, countrywide, uh, because everybody bands together. So now they're going citywide, and they're, and they're chopping us off by the knees one at a time. Oh, bad.
2: The town of Southington, Connecticut, which is home to our friend Mickey Blake. Southington. Southington passed a law that will make it illegal to smoke in parks effective immediately. Sam Phillips, the director of marketing for Alec Bradley, has left the company in a split that is being called amicable. Really? Yep. The city of Fort Collins in the state of Colorado. Where's he going?
5: Any idea? No idea as of yet. Okay, good.
2: The city of Fort Collins in the state of Colorado, which allows the recreational use of marijuana, is having a vote on February 5th which could make the city tobacco-free. What? If the vote passes, the only legal place to smoke will be in tobacco shops or your own home. Except pot anywhere you want. Right. Exactly. And lastly, the following trademarks were re- uh, registered in the cigar business. These not will not necessarily see the light of day, but they are filed as an intent to use. And this week, Sun- Sunrise Palm Distributors registered AJF. Sunrise Palm Distributors is the parent company of A.J.
5: Fernandez. Oh, I was going to say there's going to be a problem there with A.J. (laughs) Fernandez. I guess not. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that that was their name. Okay, That's the news this week. That's the news this week. Okay, it's time for the best tweets of the week. They're brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. That's right, it's time for the social media segment brought to you
6: by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. And these are the best tweets that I saw all week. It had to be Burger King, because if it were Burger Queen, the slogan would read, have it her way, or you will never get any. <laughs> if no one comes from the future to stop you, how bad could it really be?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the punchline. Punch
6: <laughs> I had my Crayola guy rerun the numbers. There are only 36 shades of gray. Oh, nice. Barry lives in a world where it is never too late for breakfast foods, and never too early for pizza. And the best tweet I saw all week, a dyslexic man walks into a bra. (laughs) That was the best tweet of the week? Today's social media segment is brought to you by Recluse Cigars Rolled N2 Bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw Every every time.
1: Wouldn't it be Rab?
6: Well, he's dyslexic. It could be anything. Okay. And it's bra. As opposed to what? I- the joke would be someone walks into a bar, but he's dyslexic. He walked into a bra. And I thought it would be He rap. mixed up the letters. He's dyslexic. Yeah. I thought
1: dyslexic was reading backwards, but maybe you're right. Yeah. Just mixing up letters. Yeah. yeah.
6: I don't write the tweets. I just. I think you added report, Barry to it. I don't think there was any I re-
5: need to
1: add I
6: report, Barry to one of them. the news.
5: You got to always uh, pick on the fat guy. We're losing, both of us.
2: It's all right. I'll send in a hate email. Yeah. yeah. He'll, just write, he'll just write another email for me. <laughs>
5: right. And if all. you want to write it in, it's the uh, go on to the cigar dot com and contact us and put some emails in there. Just send skip? it
6: directly to me. Just send just it directly send, to Send to them me. some
5: good tweets, for God's sakes. Recluse guys, we're going to lose an lose a, uh, advertiser over here.
6: A dyslexic man walks into a bra is funny to everybody who knows what dyslexia is, which is everybody except for you.
5: Okay.
2: So what are you smoking,
5: Barry? What do you got there for guess?
2: There's a sweetness here. I'm thinking Nicaraguan, specifically maybe Jalapa or Candega, and I'm thinking
5: Perdomo Square. Barry is so damn close. He's very, very good, very good, and this is no help at all. Does he get it? He didn't get it, but he's very, very close. So I'm going to reveal it. Wait, I'm going to
1: guess. All right, go ahead. I'm going to guess the uh, draconian. It is not
5: because I told you it's fifteen. Oh, no, that's old. true too, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but it looks like it, right? So this is CAO. Wow! Anniversary, fifteen years ago, right? This was the cigar of the year in two thousand, and I can see why we gave them the award uh, in two thousand. In the year two thousand, they sent me this box back. As Two Guys Smoke Shop, thank you for choosing CAO as the Cigar of the Year. Uh, It's an honor, and the Osniger family all signed it, and the box was nailed shut until yesterday. These are um, cigars at the time that were made
6: at Tabacalera Perdomo.
5: Wow, okay. Perdomo used to make it years ago uh, when they won the Cigar of the Year. And uh, written right at the bottom of the box, and they were unselliphained at the time. So I pried it open. The, oh, the aroma, yeah, the, the aroma right off the bat when you opened it up was unbelievable. Well, oh, so, so, <laughs> I've been shot. Yeah, I'm smell congust. that. <laughs> smell, smell that cigar. Let me do it without banging. Listen, into the mic. fifteen years in a cedar box. Oh, oh wow! wow. So I'm gonna come around. Oh come my down. god, Fifteen years in that cedar box unbelievable um, what a cigar Ooh. that was.
2: Actually, I want to change the note I'm getting off of this cigar. It's wow. not Topps Bubblegum. It's
5: Flare Gub- Bubblegum. Flare. Yes. That was the higher-end uh, baseball card at the time, mm-hmm. the Flare. So uh, rated 92 by Cigar Aficionado, rated the best of the year 2000 by me. Yep. Um, The cigar was selling like crazy. Um, Later, the um, Oslinger sold the cigar brand to General Cigar, um, moved the production out of Perdomo, and they make the cigar themselves. It's been a long time since I smoked uh, a regular C.A.O. Do they make this anymore the same way? I haven't seen it. I don't think so. Yeah. It's been a long time anyway. So um, Anyway, uh, thanks to the Oslinger family. I miss them. Um, They were uh, a great asset to the cigar industry and they're not they're not in the industry anymore not not at at all all. no no What John Huber is John Huber was their marketing director, okay, and now he is crown heads And um, this would be something if he came to town or something I'd want to share with him. I'll, I'll put it away and say, wait till you. Once I break the seal, this is what happens. Just resell like it, man. Just resell yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> Put it in the back and forget about it. Once it's broken, it isn't going to last. But, you know, John, if you want one of these, you got to come on up because it's not going to last, unfortunately. This is what ends up happening. So interesting blind taste test of something. Barry. Thank you. Thank Very you. good. Yeah. Very good. As is the cigar. Yeah so we smoked some great cigars today uh for sure so let's let's ruin it now <laughs> let's go to old Fat freddy in the aging room
6: it's time to step into the aging room sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better just like aging room cigars they're made in small batches from rare and limited 100 percent dominican tobaccos And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy.
7: Nowadays, restaurants are afraid to make their food spicy for fear someone will slap them with a frivolous lawsuit. In my day, restaurateurs were proud to bring on the pain. Like my three friends, all named Guy, who had a habanero almond challenge. The challenge was, eat one pound of their slow-roasted habanero almonds in five minutes without any water. They were so hot, most people quit after the first handful. Nowadays, you can buy pre-cut meat chunks with the bones removed. In my day, the butcher only cut the meat into large body parts, and you bone the rest yourself. Oh, no. Nowadays, there is an epidemic. Everyone is afraid of clowns. In my day, every neighborhood had a clown. Ours was named Bobo. Bobo was awesome. He made balloon animals, juggled, and when we used our manners, would let us honk his nose. We were Bobo honking, meat boning men with some guy's hot nuts in our mouths. Sometimes, <laughs> aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging rum
6: cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some
7: things are better aged. Some are not. Oh, man, I should have washed my hands after handling those nuts. Now mine are on fire. Proud of yourself?
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I like is the look on Barry's face because he
7: had that look like,
6: how is he going to connect all of those? (laughs) He couldn't figure out the almonds. Why almonds? I don't get it. Oh, uh, all right. I do have a
2: request, though. No sugar for Freddy before he reads the bits. Yeah, yeah. he's going a little
5: fast. He was, fast. Down. He was fast. Old fast Freddy. Not <laughs> bad for an old guy. Oh, boy. Okay, so uh, what do we have? We have something in the mailbag? We have something, something in the mailbag. Congratulations, Skippy. You've got mail.
6: You've got mail. It's good, uh, it's good, Chuck, that you waited until the third one to play that.
1: You need to buy some time. You gave me, you gave me an opportunity there. To, All right.
6: Thank you. Um, this one did not come by way of the Contact Us page. This came by way of Facebook uh, in a direct message to me. Uh, Dear Cigar Authority, I have a question you may be able to answer. I mailed a box of cigarillos to my friend in Mongolia. She's doing a couple of years in the Peace Corps. She is doing a couple of years in the Peace Corps. I didn't write on the customs form that I was sending tobacco because I didn't know if it was allowed to be mailed like that. I wrote that it was candy. Ha ha. Anyway, I was just wondering if you knew what the rules are about mailing tobacco to other countries, if there are any. Signed, Mary Blackstone. So, there are a few regulations. There are some regulations. One of them is do not lie on the form. Right.
2: Because Because that's a
6: good way to get yourself stopped.
2: If you're sending them for a birthday, you can write gift, uh, but it is suggested that you write cigars as well, where the person receiving the package is responsible for taxes. There are some countries that you cannot send tobacco to. Um, That would be Iran would be one. Iraq would be another. Um, But there are some exceptions
6: in Iran and Iraq if you're sending to to a military military base. Because
2: it's an American address. APO. Right. send
6: it to the APO. Right. Okay.
2: And then some countries have really high rates, like Brazil and Argentina come in at 35% uh, plus
5: a sales tax that would depend on the province. And you hate to give somebody a gift, and then they end up have to go to the government and pay $100 for your gift. Right. It's like somebody mailing me a Christmas card with postage due. It would be like that. <laughs> it would be like that.
2: And then the highest tax rate would be in Botswana, where it is forty-five percent of the value plus plus twelve percent sales tax. Botswana. Botswana. Where on God's even though you green earth didn't buy
5: it, how is, is there a Botswana? sales tax on something you didn't buy?
2: Well, you would declare the value on the
5: customs form.
2: Okay, I understand so declare, all of the value.
5: So there's the tax on the value of it. Right. And then you're saying a sales tax.
2: Right. So if you a this, sale
5: would have to have taken place. But it didn't.
2: But it didn't. But some some countries require you to pay a sales tax. So it would be twelve percent on a hundred dollars, and then the duty fee would be another forty five. So it'd be fifty seven dollars if my math is correct. That the person would be responsible for paying on a hundred dollars worth of cigars in Botswana.
6: And I happen to have sold uh, this young lady Mary the cigars and it was uh, about a $20 value so
2: do we know where the person was serving in the Peace Corps um, yes
6: I crinkled it up
2: okay well if we send cigars to Rudy it's 70 He would have to pay a 17% tax plus <laughs> a sales tax depending on the province that he lives again in, no,
5: with no which I believe happened.
2: is the British Columbia and this is according to uh, import duty rates uh, for cigars it's a website, the Duty Calculator, and you can look up each and every country. And there's even a calculator where you put in the declared value, and it'll tell you how much the person is responsible for paying. Barry said duty. Giggity. Giggity. It's dutycalculator.com.
5: So if you sent them, say, a, a bottle of heroin. I don't know if heroin comes in a bottle. <laughs> but let's say a bottle of heroin. No tax. No tax. If you sent them marijuana, no tax. If you sent that, well, if you're putting a
2: declared value, hundred dollars worth of marijuana. Is first of all, you'll go to jail for shipping drugs internationally.
5: Okay, but they would still pay the sales tax on the hundred dollar. All right, <laughs> something ridiculous that you send. Nothing. I mean, the only thing is tobacco. It's the only thing. It's it's countrywide. Well, it's al- it's alcohol too. In some
2: countries, they have it uh, for textile uh, materials. Um, it's basically
5: a, a duty charge. So. so when you go to duty-free, giggity, <laughs> uh, there's no charge. So that is duty. Right. So people say, how much is duty? I'm not saying that duty What's is going to du- show
6: up in a future Old Fart Freddy, but I would like to make a note
5: <laughs> of this. What is duty for the United States? Let's say somebody from another country was sending me cigars to the United States. Yeah. What would
2: I have to pay? 7.1%, and then the sales tax would depend on the state.
5: of the cost
2: of the declared value. Declared
5: value. Now, when somebody from Nicaragua sells me, brings in cigars into the United States, and they're paying a federal tax of 46%. Mm -hmm. Um it might be different
2: on importing and exporting.
6: Yeah, you're it's a one person mailing, you're not importing or exporting at that point, you're just mailing a gift. All right. There's got to be a break for industry. Otherwise, why would you you have industry?
5: And let me tell you, this is the the S-chip tax Mm. that comes in, the the tax that uh, Nick Perdomo swallowed um, and did not pass on. He actually lowered his price. I don't want anyone
6: to know this, but I'm also making a note about (laughs) swallows.
5: (laughs) Sorry, Nick. I resist. Um, That... Uh, was five years ago, 2015. The government is looking at that to see how much they collected, and how much the tipping point will be. How much more can they add right. to it? Um, that was a bad one. I mean, the S chip thing.
3: Yeah,
5: that that was um, simultaneous here in New Hampshire. It was simultaneously done, uh, S chip tax along with no smoking in uh, public places except for cigar stores and all that. Uh, it happened at the same time. Double blow. That hurt I mean that was that was the beginning of the pain um, keep doing it government and you will kill an industry I, if anyone's listening uh, you know how many times can you go to the well we went through uh, a couple weeks ago when we talked about the state of the industry address and I get into how many cigars and how much money could possibly goes through and it was so small how much can you possibly bleed in industry we've had enough that's enough stop let us be. The Beatles said it best. <laughs> let, it, See, let it be. Speaking words of wisdom. Wisdom. I'm trying to speak some words of wisdom. Let it well be. Well done, Barry.
6: Well thank done. You, thank, you,
5: thank you. Let it go. All right. Oh, can God. We, can we wrap this up? Well, let's talk about the cigars. Man. This this particular Two great cigar cigars.
6: is Cameroon, if I'm not mistaken.
5: Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. All right. So and personally, personally, I believe the best Cameroon ever Of any company that ever did it it was Nick Perdomo. He did Cameroon the best. The
6: the best. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Cameroon is in extremely short supply.
5: Yeah, low yield, uh, very um, delicate. It wasn't that delicate in those days 15 years ago. It's pretty
2: good. In 2014, I believe on one of the cigar news, we reported that uh, Ecuador
5: is is – Experimenting. experimenting with growing Cameroon seed. Yeah, I've tasted Cameroon in Honduras. I've tasted other people, other countries that have tried Cameroon. It's never good. Cameroon, Africa, authentic, real Cameroon, has this sweet component to it. Mm. We got sweet, and then we got so much cedar from the box. Um, when you were saying, um, uh, not cinnamon, what did you say? Clove. Uh, clove. It, it's yeah. clovey, but it, it's really um, cedar. Yeah but resemblance I of it's, that. It's
6: right down. I don't know if you guys have ever popped a, just a clove in your mouth and let it kind of soften up and you chew it, but there's a numbing quality to mm. cloves, and this has a coating on your tongue, so you got the sweetness, but it's its a coating, and it's a tang, and it's a, a little numbness that's ha- happening on the palate. Yet, although the numbing quality, the taste is still there. It's not numbing out your ability to taste.
5: I was such a mm. fan of Cameroon. I still am, but there's just nothing good out there right now at Cameroon. This is when Cameroon was at its peak, man. This was the best. Um, Merifeld, I believe, was was the company that actually produced it in, in, uh, in Africa, and uh, he passed away uh, and it moved on to his uh, family or whatever and was never quite the same. Uh, and as years went on and on, it became dollar looking more brittle, And over the years, got worse and worse and worse. This was when Cameroon was the best, 2000. Oh, my God.
2: So if we can address the tax issue really quick, Mm. Rudy just sent us a message, and he said the issue in Canada is the tobacco import tax, in which in Canada it's well over 100% of the declared value. So if he ordered, for instance, $20 worth of cigars, he could be charged roughly $32 by customs. Oh, my god! So it's not necessarily
1: a sales it's tax. It's a tobacco equal It's a tax. robbery is what it is. They it's a legal want, form of robbery. Yeah.
5: They just want the money no matter what. Well, and, it sounds to me like
6: Canada wants to not have cigars coming over the border, yeah. which is funny because they have what Americans want, and Americans have what they want. We've got cigars from the other three countries. They've got cigars from Cuba.
5: They want us. They again. want ours, we and want. we want theirs, and neither of us can have them. So how about if we don't exchange money, but we swap, we trade? Well, Cuban cigars
2: in Canada are ridiculously overpriced Yeah, because they well. have to
5: pay the tax when it comes in. Right. right. That's
2: why I think like, a, a, the list price of a, a Pahiki up there is like $80, $90 um,
5: because of that. Over 100% tobacco import tax. Right. I heard a rumor that Rudy might be making his first appearance at Two Guys Smoke Shops' 30th anniversary, which I'll get into maybe next week, and we'll talk about it. But the rumor is he may be making his first appearance on the Cigar Authority. Oh, and- he's going to be on the show. Yeah, he's going to be on the yeah. show. <laughs> There's no question. We'll hang out with Rudy. Won't that be good? it would be awesome. So, uh, hey, our five-year anniversary coming up, and he was there from the very beginning. It
6: certainly was. Vinny DeSalvo was his screen name back then.
5: Yeah? See that,
6: Rudy? I paid attention, buddy.
5: DeSalvo was the Boston Strangler. Yep. Correct. Huh? Correct. Nice. Nice. Sounds nice. Like a Is car- there a reason behind that or what? Sounds like a I character so. from Degrassi High. Yeah? Which was a Canadian show. Oh, well, maybe we'll find out from that. So maybe that's part of his character, of what it is. Okay, next week I'm back from my national sales meeting as a guest speaker. I won't be able to share, I'm sure, uh, but maybe I can. I'll share what I can, and I won't what I can't.
2: How's Bring that? Back samples.
5: Samples. Uh, new cigars, new cigar news, and lots more. We're going to talk about that and lots more. So uh, I got like a week and a half off kind of in between. Nice. It's like a vacation, but it's not. I'm taking vacation this weekend. Uh, And after I finish with this cigar, and I'm going to nub this one, I'm going back to the Hiroshi Robania, which is a 10, folks. We don't even have the cigar. Find it in your local brick-and-mortar store and give this thing a try. I know it's a lot of money, but it's worth every penny. Well worth it. Great cigar. Remember, folks, this show and every show of the Cigar Authority is absolutely free, so don't be asking for your money back. For Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, Barry Stein, I'm David Garofalo. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And now if you've learned nothing more from the past two hours, keep the lid end out of your
6: mouth, people. We'll be back next Two weeks. Two weeks.
5: Yeah, you want to know what Lenny Clark has to say about 2 guys smoke shop? two guys, the 2 guys smoke shop guys are the nicest guys, and I'll tell you, sometimes you go into a cigar store, you really don't know what
6: you're looking for, it's very intimidating, and a lot of times people have a tendency to be arrogant with you, like they know it all, not the guys, I what, the guys up at the 2 guys smoke shop, if you're a first-time smoker or you're looking for a great, go in and see them, they'll put you at ease, they'll make you feel at home, they'll get you the best cigar you can. Can get for the best deal, you
4: can't beat it. And then, whenever I'm in New Hampshire again, if I'm in high speed police chase or something, I'll stop in and have a smoke with those two guys.
5: Why, thank you, Lenny Clark. As I make